Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. So, so grateful. I'm grateful you're listening, maybe for the first time. Maybe you've been listening for years. I'm just grateful that you're here. As you read by the title of today's episode, I have a very big, like ginormous announcement to make. And I want to just get right into what the announcement is and then share with you my intentions behind this episode. So the announcement is this. Biz Women Rock, as of December 2nd, 2019, is going on sabbatical. That means the podcast, the entire Biz Women Rock business, and the Biz Women Rock private Facebook group all going on sabbatical. And when I say sabbatical, that's just a really nice and soft way for me to say I'm shutting it down. Because I kind of like don't really want to say I'm shutting it down. So I'm giving myself like the opening to just put a giant pause. That's really what sabbatical means, right? Like go take a deep breath, pause, and let's see what happens. So I am going to tell you there's always the option that Biz Women Rock, all of those elements of Biz Women Rock, perhaps in the future, might be resurrected, might get life breathed back into it. But who knows? As of right now, I'm not sure. So my intention of today's episode is to share with you very, very real why. Why am I shutting down Biz Women Rock? And I want to share this from two very distinct and obviously very related perspectives. One is the emotional reason, and one is the very strategic business reason. And I'm doing that as always, because I want to use myself as an example of how our businesses and ourselves are always, always changing. And ultimately, my hope is that at the end of this episode, you will feel liberated to make some really hard decisions that perhaps you need to make in your business and in your life. And at the very least, just know that you're not alone on this journey. We're all in it together. (laughs) All in it together. Okay, let's get started with the practical stuff. Why is Biz Women Rock going on sabbatical? Why am I shutting the doors to Biz Women Rock? So I told this story, uh, man, about a year and a half ago about why I launched a podcast network. And I'm going to put the link to that particular episode in the show notes because that was a very pivotal episode slash instance in the Biz Women Rock business and in my business journey. And I just want to recap here for you as I go and tell this journey. So at the end of 2017, Biz Women Rock had had a really banner year. At that point, I had been in business for, oh my goodness, since 2014. That's when the podcast started. It took me like a year or two to really like figure out a business model for Biz Women Rock. I know, it took me a long time. <laughs> and over the course of all of those years, from 2014 to 2017, the business model for Biz Women Rock was, number one, private coaching for amazing women entrepreneurs like yourself to help you grow very intentional and purposeful businesses that were abundant, abundant in finances, abundant in time, allowed you to live a lifestyle that was important to you, all that great stuff. And off of that, I branched out and did masterminds, live events. I had the Biz Women Rock retreat for two years in a row. I did a lot of online education. Many of you were part of my New Year Jumpstart program, my Mid-Year Jumpstart program, the Retreats Rock program. I mean, I did so many different programs. I had a membership community, the Biz Women Rock Elite 
which I think turned into another name. (laughs) My point being is that my entire business model evolved over all of these years to basically say, hey, what do you need? And then how can I support doing that? And so I had what I would consider pretty darn good journey going on. And at the end of 2017, I celebrated my very first six-figure year, which was awesome and amazing and inspiring. And so I started 2018 being incredibly fired up about what was in store for 2018. And I had a really amazing plan to triple business. And triple business very intentionally, as you know. It wasn't just a matter of like, oh, I want to now make, you know, 300 grand just because. No, it was very much like, okay, what new ways can I offer resources and valuable programs that would really service my community? So what that looked like at the beginning of 2018 was creating more masterminds because there was a lot of desire for more women to be part of my masterminds, to create one very special high-end mastermind for the women who run $1 million plus businesses because I had kind of an inner circle of women who fit that category and really needed the support of myself and others. And I had on the books, I had planned to have the very first ever one-day Biz Women Rock conference. It was called Biz Women Profit. (laughs) And that was going to lead into a signature program that my ladies could participate in. So all of these things, all of these great plans were actually in production. Like they actually were starting to happen over the course of the first quarter of 2018. And it was great. I was like in what I call the seasonal hustle. Like I really was enjoying showing up every day, being in the group every day, doing all these cool creative podcast episodes, you know, just marketing up a storm. I really, really loved it. Networking like crazy. And then in April of 2018, we found out we were pregnant with our second daughter. And that moment changed everything. Obviously, we were really excited about adding another beautiful baby to our family. We had planned to get pregnant, but for some reason, I just didn't think that it would happen that fast. (laughs) Don't ask me why. We got pregnant really fast the first time, too. So all of a sudden, I was, you know, looking out. It was April, and I was looking out at the remainder of 2018, kind of having that very realistic moment that perhaps many of you who are also moms and business owners have, which is like, oh, this kind of changes things, right? So what happened next, and I've talked about this on prior episodes, but I'll just kind of recap here. What happened next was that I went silent for about six weeks while I tried to really figure out what in the world was best for me now. It was very emotional for me. And so all of a sudden, obviously, I wasn't feeling very good physically. I was having really bad nausea in my first trimester. And emotionally, I felt on this really really weird up and down roller coaster. One day I would be like, yes, I can do this. I can still make all these masterminds work. Yes, I'm going to do this event. Yes, I'm going to do this program. I'm going to make it work. I believe that, you know, we don't have to turn off the gas pedal when we're building businesses. And then the next day I would show up and be like, no, man, I can't do any of this. I'm just, I'm pressing stop on everything now. I'm done. I had no motivation, which is very weird for me. So I just was in all of that. It was really emotional. And if you've ever gone through a time like this, which I know you have, we all go through these moments. It felt like it was on slow motion. It felt like like I would never get out of it. And so I was going on a lot of walks with my husband at the time. Like once or twice a day, we were going on a walk. And he would just, he was so amazing. He would just let me talk it out and let me feel all these emotions. So one day it was, yes, I'm going to do it. Next day it was like, no way, I, no way, I'm done. Like I'm, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, you know, when I thought that that was like an easy thing. So I just kind of was in all of that. I knew 
enough to know that I needed to go inward and to really, for lack of a better term, like become introverted, like really go inward, get quiet. It was terrifying for me from a business perspective because, you know, when you're in the hustle of your business, when you're in the juice of really enjoying being in flow and putting out content and talking to your community all the time and being in conversation with everyone, to go quiet and to not post or to not, you know, strategically get on the mic and put out an episode, it was very scary because I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose everyone. I've, I'm going to lose the momentum. That's what I thought. And so I just was like, you know what? I have to trust. I have to trust that this is all going to be here when I'm ready to come back. And that's going to serve me better than showing up inauthentically and pretending to have a smile on when all I wanted to do was like put my head down and sort of cry, whimper, feel sorry for myself, contemplate, you know, sit and stare. <laughs> that's that's the mood I was in. I didn't think you would enjoy me showing up that way. So I just stayed in that. And for six weeks, I just talked it out. And while I was talking that out, my husband so brilliantly said, well, Katie, what about that meditation idea? And what he was talking about was earlier in 2018, in January, I had been up at Rachel Cook's CEO retreat and had this brilliant idea amidst, you know, putting the kind of the final touches on my business plan. One of the ideas that just didn't seem to fit anywhere, but I really wanted to do was a women's meditation podcast because I love meditation. I was like, oh my God, like I found myself talking about meditation and giving meditations as tools for my clients and my mastermind members, but it didn't really fit. But when I shared it with my husband, when I came home from the retreat in January of 2018, he like stopped everything and was like, oh my God, do that idea. And he said that, by the way, as a side note, because the dude knows the podcasting space and he knew already, he had done research enough to know that no one was really taking up that space yet in the space of podcasting. So fast forward, it's April, May of 2018. And he asks me, well, what about that meditation idea? And that question got us started in this beautiful brainstorming experience over the course of the next probably month or two. That was, well, what about this meditation idea? And what could this be? And I don't know. And fast forward, that meditation idea became the Women's Meditation Network podcast. That launched in July of 2018. And I want to state here very clearly that there were two giant reasons why I went through with launching that podcast. And I also want to say, I knew at that time, I, I still at that time after launching that podcast, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with all these plans that I had with Biz Women Rock. So I just decided just to not make any decisions about that and instead just focused on the Women's Meditation Network. I launched that podcast for two very conscious reasons. Number one, because I saw it as the next evolution of my big burning desire to help women shine. Since 2014, girl, I have been doing that through the vehicle of Biz Women Rock, and it's been amazing and ridiculously fulfilling. And I knew that I wanted a bigger impact. I wanted to be able to talk to women who weren't entrepreneurs, women who weren't in the business game. I was using this tool of business and the topic of business to be able to share about self-evolving strategies and ways to get connected with self and how that shows up in business. I knew I wanted to start having bigger conversations beyond that. And so that was one thing is I could see that being able to launch a podcast that spoke to women in general to actually cast a wider net was 100% in line with my, my purpose, my desire to really make an impact with women. So that was one big reason. The second big reason was a business strategy reason. 
was because I knew I was about to enter a season of chaos, (laughs) just a season of two kids and two small kids. And knowing that I I wanted a business that was more product-based so that I didn't have to rely on showing up for a coaching session at a certain time, or I didn't have to rely on that mastermind event happening at this particular time. Because what if the kids got sick? Or what if this one needed that? Or what if, you know, I'm in the throes of baby and I actually just want to be with the baby? So it wasn't me letting go of what I currently had with Biz Women Rock, but it was a conscious understanding that what I wanted to create for the future, and I didn't know how long that would be, like a year, two, three, four years, I wanted to create a product-based business that did not rely on me showing up live. So with those two very real intentions in mind, that's why I launched the Women's Meditation Network. So Women's Meditation Network was launched July 2018. Awesome. I'm going to fast forward that whole story that as of the time of this recording, which is about almost a year and a half later, that podcast has massively superseded, at least in downloads, what Biz Women Rock has done over almost six years. So I average about 40,000 downloads a month for the Women's Meditation Network. And just to put that in perspective, Biz Women Rock, after six years, gets an average of about six to 7,000 downloads a month. So that was awesome and incredibly confirming that what I chose to do there was really resonating and really hitting home. And so that was amazing. And it's been wonderful. I have since, I'm just going to share a little bit about the business since, you know, it's a business podcast. Since then, that business has, those numbers have allowed me to actually step into a space where I can take on traditional advertisers. So that has been really wonderful. So that has been a good stream of revenue. I have since just recently launched a brand new site that now strategically has actual paid product on it. And with the now foundational platform, so I can build out more product and more opportunities for people to be able to get meditation resources. FYI, if you want to check that out, womensmeditationnetwork.com. So that has been awesome. And that business in and of itself has been just a really awesome experiment in how can I let myself evolve and allow a business that I produce to evolve with it. So that's been really, really amazing. Obviously, that hasn't been happening, you know, in a vacuum. There's been this other thing called my Biz Women Rock business. And then this other thing called my life as a mom now that I have two kids. And this other thing called my new life and all these other responsibilities and all these transitions and all these changes that have happened over the past year and a half. So I want to share a little bit about that with you. When I launched the Women's Meditation Network, I still was not ready to make any big decisions about Biz Women Rock. I just chose to put a pause on every new thing that I had planned for the year, which is Actually, that is a giant decision. It took me a couple of weeks after I launched the podcast, the new podcast, to make that decision. So I remember being on Voxer with my friend Pleasant Siliki, who, you know, has been on this podcast before. And I was like, I just don't know what to do. She's like, just sit in it and you'll know when you're ready to make the decision. So I knew at some point, I think it was maybe August or September of last year that I was like, okay, I'm I'm not going to move forward with all those masterminds. I'm not going to move forward with the live event. I'm not even going to move forward with the retreat that has been two years in the making. Like I could easily do another one. I'm not going to do any of that because all I'm going to focus on is one thing. See, this is me knowing myself. I know that I don't do well with 10 things. I do well with one or two. I need focus. So I wanted to stay focused on one thing. And so that one thing that I decided to focus on with Biz Women Rock was my one-on-one coaching. So I launched brand new marketing efforts to bring in coaching clients and to be able to say, hey, I'm open for business for this thing. 
And I did. And very quickly, I think I ended up having eight new one-on-one clients. And those clients all came on with me for the fall of 2018. And I did it knowing that I would be ending my time with them right around the time that Savannah, my baby, was born in early December. So I had that coaching program and it was amazing. It totally reignited my love for women entrepreneurs and for the work that I do there. And I loved it. Somewhere in there, I had the idea actually that was given to me by a current client who said, Katie, how can I continue working with you? And I really didn't have plans beyond you know, my baby being born. And so I said, totally on a whim, like, oh, yeah, well, of course, I'm going to be launching a one-year coaching program. Is that something you'd be interested in? She's like, yes, because I definitely want that time commitment. So that was enough. That's all the confirmation I needed to put together an idea for what a one-year coaching program would look like. And I want to be really honest here. I want to be really, really honest here because, you know, you're not getting anything else from me. (laughs) The reason I launched a one-year coaching program was because... Number one, I actually really wanted the time with clients over a good period of time. I wanted a 12-year time period with someone, so I felt like I could really root myself in their journey and be a part of their success instead of, by that point, I had done, you know, sometimes just one and done type of programs, but it was mostly like, usually like 12 weeks, like three months that we were working together, sometimes five or six, but usually it was a three-month time period, and I wanted more time with these ladies. But the other reason was because I knew that I had pulled back all revenue streams for my business except for coaching, and I knew I was about to go into maternity leave, which I wasn't going to want to have to show up to do marketing to fill a pipeline for potential clients. So I thought, okay, well, if I can do a coaching program that was... It was $20,000 for the year, or I think it was like 12 payments of $1,500. Do the math. I think that's the right one. And so I said, if I could get 10 women in this, I could totally manage that time-wise, and it will give me the stability that I need, the financial stability I need to kind of breathe a little bit and to be able to figure out what's happening here without me having to have the next thing going all the time. So I really, really wanted that program to happen. And I spent a lot of fall and even early 2019 promoting that program. I'm sure that you remember it. I had a lot of women apply, a lot, a lot of women apply. And at the end of the day, two incredible women confirmed and committed to that program. And I'm going to be honest, I was very disappointed and disheartened that more women weren't. I absolutely had like the 10 spots, quote unquote, filled. But one by one, it just, it wasn't the right time for that person. This person just couldn't line up the finances and just couldn't make it happen. That person just, it, she needed another six months, talked to me in the summer. Like it just was all those very real valid reasons. And so at the end of the day, I just chose, okay, I am shifting from disappointment to just amazing gratitude for these two women who have been amazing. You're going to hear from those ladies here on next week's episodes. So I got two women into that program. Now we're fast forwarding to January or Q1 of 2019. Those ladies didn't start with me until the end of February. So I was basically on this hiatus. I was in maternity leave. I was loving my time with my baby, which was an amazing birth story, by the way. (laughs) I'll tell you that later. And I was still producing the meditation podcast and once a week, like, okay, I need to create a meditation. That was like the only thing I could handle, like keep up with the meditation, keep up with the meditation. I had a ton of pre-recorded content ready for Biz Women Rock. So I felt 
clear, like I could really be clear headed during my maternity leave. When I came out of maternity leave in early 2019, I kind of baby stepped back into everything. And what I found over the course of the next couple months was that I did not have the fire to create new programs. I did not have the fire or the wherewithal or the headspace to even like call out for new clients. And I want to share why, because it wasn't just like, oh, I lost the loss of fire. There was a lot of shit going on in my life, obviously. Okay. So not only did I move into now I have a newborn and a three-year-old, but daycare, childcare was wonky. So, oh my gosh, until June or July, actually July of 2019, which is not that long ago, my childcare for my baby was totally irregular. I could not, I tried a thousand different things and nothing stuck. Not, I could not regulate anything. I tried her with, you know, nanny slash babysitters coming over regularly. That didn't work. I tried to put her in the daycare that we had put Sedona in and it just was not a fit for her. She hated it. And for three weeks, I would drop her off. She was crying. I'd pick her up. She was crying. It was horrible. And then simultaneously, my in-laws moved down to Florida and they were like living at our house for a while, living close to us for a little while. I was wanting to rely on them for daycare or childcare, but I couldn't always rely on them for childcare. <laughs> it was just everything. I didn't have a quiet space. And I want to be very clear on this. I did not have a quiet space to record this podcast. I did not have a quiet space to record my meditations. So I felt like I was living in chaos. And for me to even, it was everything I could do to just manage my day-to-day life because it was so unstructured. No matter how much I was trying to structure, it was just not happening. And so for me to even think beyond surviving one day (laughs) or trying to kind of get the bare minimum things done. Just get out the next episode, get out the next episode. Like that was literally all I could handle for most of 2019. And so emotionally, I felt so stunted and just disappointed that I couldn't, it's not even that I couldn't keep up with stuff. I couldn't think beyond. I remember sending a Voxer to my cousin who, you know, we, we and I talk back and forth to each other. And I was like, how am I supposed, I was in tears. How am I supposed to impact women if I can't even manage my life? How can I even think bigger and live into that dream that I have if I can't even conceptualize how to manage my day to day? Like I can't even get that right now. It's so much energy and work. And so I felt really bound and frustrated. And truthfully, I wanted to come here on this mic many times and tell you from the raw, you know, moment of how shitty it was sometimes and how I'm sorry if I missed an episode, but holy crap, if you only knew how ridiculously challenging things were right now. But I knew that it was not the time to tell it. I knew that there would be a day, as my beautiful friend Don Frazier says, when she talked about storytelling on this podcast over a year ago, she said, you need to tell your story from a scar, not a wound, which meant, you know, the purpose in telling a story is that it could be transformative. It has an impact on the listener. And you can't tell that if your wound has not healed yet, because there's no closure and lesson So here I am with some closure and lesson, which is why I'm finally telling the meat of this story. So for most of 2019, really until like August, July slash August is when I finally was in a cadence of beautiful and amazing childcare, which I required in order for me to have the space and the margin to to put time and energy and regularity into the things that are important to me. And as a side note, just so you know, we found Dina, who's amazing, who does in-home child care. She's like a, a neighbor who, you know, watches a couple of kids throughout the week. And so she has Savannah a couple times a week. And Sedona goes to her big girl school now. So anyway, while all that emotional life 
stuff was happening and transitioning. I mentioned my in-laws were, you know, had moved down to Florida. And when they finally did get settled into their new house in June, they now needed a lot of caregiving. Uh, My father-in-law is 74. My mother-in-law is 62. They're immigrants. My father-in-law has Parkinson's. Like there was a lot of like, oh my gosh, we need to get them settled here into the healthcare system here. And a lot of navigating. And for any of you who have ever been caregivers, like you get that. So if I could give you a snapshot, it was... Before I got pregnant, I was in this beautiful cadence of business and babies working together and how my life worked and how I was able to find time and space to nurture both of those things and all of the things that were really important to me and then shift, fast forward, you know, 2019, and now I'm in this space of, oh my gosh, my I don't have a cadence and what is required of me and what responsibilities I now have outside of business are immense. So that gets us to the point, and I'm hoping that explaining emotionally what was happening with me will give you an idea as to why I started really trying to sit in what what do I need to do here? What do I need to do? I cannot hold all of these things that I need to hold. And in my mind, I sort of saw that 80% of my time and energy was being spent and given to managing my family, and being mom, and maintaining and and growing my marriage, and my relationship with Chris, and maintaining and growing my relationship with my girls, and my relationships with my in-laws, and my parents, I mean, everyone, and being the CEO of our house. We have a rental. Like, there was a lot lot of stuff. And then 20% of my time was being spent on business, if that really, 10 to 20%. So in my mind, probably in about September, of 2019, it became really clear that I was sick of hearing myself say, how do I figure all this out? How do I figure all this out? Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. And I looked at that 20% and said, okay, what needs to go? What do I want to be doing and what needs to go? What can I cut away? What can I say goodbye to? What can I enhance? Where can I spend my time where it's most meaningful? And that took me on a journey for a little while, just sitting in that juice, sitting in that thought process of what needs to happen. And I want to share this with you because perhaps you've had this instance where you're in transition and you're wondering what needs to happen. And what was going on in my mind as it pertained to Biz Women Rock was, I do not want to let this go. This is my baby. (laughs) I had this business before I had my daughters. This has been the very first time that it was my name on something. This was the very first time I have been an entrepreneur since 2009. However, when I, my first steps into entrepreneurship were within my husband's business. Now he and I ended up co-owning that company, but it was not 100% mine. This was 100% mine. It was my first time where everything that was true about me and how I wanted to impact was coming out through this brand. So I was really emotionally reluctant to let that go. And every single time I would show up for an interview for the podcast, every single time I would show up with clients, I was like rejuiced about, oh my God, I love this. Until I wasn't juiced up. Until I started getting really like angry and bitter that the interviews that I was doing were like taking the time out of my day and interrupting whatever I needed to work on for, you know, the meditation network. And then, of course, I would show up to the interview and it would be amazing. And I would totally fall in love with the woman I was interviewing and just get rejuiced again. But that feeling of, ah, oh, like, I don't want to have to do this. I'm frustrated. I don't want to have to do this. With the interviews, I was like, oh, okay, I got to pay attention to that. And then as I was sitting in all of this, I went to breakfast with my beautiful friend, Carrie Cott of the Universe Made Me Do It podcast. 
And I was telling her all of these things, like all of these things that are going on. Here's what's going on in business. And here's all the great things that are happening with the Women's Meditation Network. And here's also what I'm considering with Biz Women Rock. And we were talking about how powerful meditation is as a tool to like really get in touch with yourself and your true voice and how you can just use it as an opportunity to listen for like what you should be doing so you could be guided by that voice, right? And Carrie said something so profound to me. And she didn't say it directly to me. She was sort of telling me a story of a realization that she had and I just owned it. It lit me up. She said, yeah. And then I realized, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in here in meditation trying to listen for what I should be doing next, listening for like, what is the guidance I'm feeling? And then she realized, oh, wait a minute, I get to decide. I get to decide what I want. Yes, of course I can listen, but what do I actually want? And why don't I let that guide me in this next step? And I just was like, oh my gosh, what do I want? I've been sitting here waiting to hear the answer. Why don't I just ask myself, what do I really want? And what I really wanted in that moment was to go all in with the Women's Meditation Network, to give 100% of my business-minded attention, the limited amount that I had, into what I know is this amazing vehicle to touch women's lives from the inside out. And I knew even in that moment, even though I was still 100% in love with everything that I have done and did and continue to do with Biz Women Rock, there was no room for that in that equation. And I knew it was the right thing to let it go. So that took a little while for me to really accept. <laughs> I, I accept, I knew it was the right thing, but it took me a little while to actually step into like, okay, what's the action plan? What is the, the finale? So that's what I'm here to tell you, what that finale is. What's next? I do also want to share with you the business reasoning that I had behind finally saying, yeah, it's time to let this go. To produce the podcast for Biz Women Rock costs about five to $600 a month to actually produce the podcast, to pay for hosting, to pay for, you know, all the extra little teeny tiny things that need to get done to do it. And the reality is, is that I had stopped saying yes to clients months ago. And so the clients that I did have and currently do have happily and gratefully pay for the current expenses that I have. But, you know, there was this thing that was sort of like, well, this thing over here isn't being used to drive revenue anymore. So why is it there? If I wanted to put it in the space of a hobby podcast, absolutely. And honestly, for a while, ever since I've stopped taking new clients, it's been a hobby podcast for me because it's not directly bringing clients into me because I'm no longer even offering that. And so I really had to take a look at the hard numbers and say, okay, this podcast costs me about $600 a month to produce. And that's monetarily in time. You know, it takes me a good probably two to three hours a week to just line up guests, get a guest on, do the interview, do the little amounts of post-production I have to do before I get it sent over to my producer, you know, share with the guest afterwards that it's going live, like do any additional promotion that I have to do. Like it's probably two to three hours a week. And when it comes down to, you know, 15 to max 20 hours a week that I'm working, those two to three hours are very valuable to me. It's a chunk of that time period. So that was another very logistical reason why I said, no, this is this is not serving me right now. And I want to be very straight with you. I really understood that if I am not being served by this podcast and by this community, 
that's going to translate. And therefore, I can't do my job to serve you. I can't sit here and pretend to be chill and to, you know, just be so calm about this podcast for another year or two until, quote unquote, I get more time on my hands. Like, I can't do that. That's not fair to you because I'm not being authentic in my delivery. I'm not being authentic in the information and the inspiration that I want to share. Like, I'm not being authentic to you in that because it's not here within me. So with all of that combined, I decided it's time to shut it down or it's time to go on sabbatical. So that's the story. And I hope that you find that maybe you can identify with any or all of that. And I want to share with you that it sounds really nice and put together right now, but that's only because I can speak about it in the past, in the moments And even still, as I put the final pieces on the final episodes, it's not pretty. It's some days of being really frustrated, some days of feeling like, ah, I just, I need to be done. And some days of being like, I don't want to let this go. Maybe I can come up with a new series. (laughs) But I know it's the right thing. So I hope that that share was really helpful for you and hopefully gave you some insight as to maybe what's going on with your journey right now or, or one that you're starting to step into or one that you've had in the past and maybe confirms some of the things that you've done in, in past transitions. So at this point, I want to share with you what to expect from here. This is obviously not the last episode. This is me announcing that the podcast and the business is going to go on sabbatical. So here's what you can expect. Next week, I will be sharing two episodes with you, two for the week, and I'm going to launch them on the same day. So you'll get both episodes on Monday. And they are both with my clients who are in my one-year coaching program. And I'm continuing with those clients. We go through February of 2020. And I'm so excited to share the stories of those two. Uh, Nicole Cruz is one and Ashley Kitchens is another. And they both have had very different but very beautiful business growth years. And I want to share their behind the scenes as to how that's happened, because I think it's going to be a really great insight as to, you know, how your business is evolving and maybe some lessons that you can learn along there. So you'll be hearing from both of them next week in two separate interviews, but going live on the same day. And then... The week after that, I believe is the week before Thanksgiving. So during that week, it's the week of the 18th, I'm going to be launching a podcasting series. And I'm doing this. So every single day for that week, you will be receiving an interview of another amazing woman podcaster talking about her podcasting journey and what she's done. And I encourage you to listen to the series, even if you are not a podcaster, because there's so many amazing women and smart business journeys and nuggets that are in each of these interviews. And I would really love for you to listen to them. And I'm doing this because it's my way to pay homage to this amazing platform that you have given me the privilege to speak to you through for all of these years. So I wanted to share with you all of these amazing women who have had tremendous podcasting journeys that I think are so worthwhile to hear. Also, I want to share with you about PodFest through that series, about how amazing PodFest is going to be, how transformative it has been for a lot of those women. And so I, of course, would love to see you there at PodFest of 2020. I will put the link for that here in the show notes as well. And then after that, I believe there's one more week where I sort of will have a surprise interview for you or a surprise thing. And then December 2nd, I will have the very last episode of Biz Women Rock, and it is going to be my husband, Chris, interviewing me, which may sound a little egotistical, but (laughs) I think at this point you know a lot about me, but I specifically chose him for two reasons. Two, because he's the best interviewer I have ever 
ever had the pleasure of encountering. And that's has nothing to do with the fact that I'm his wife. I have seen him conduct, gosh, probably thousands of interviews at this point. And he's a phenomenal interviewer and storyteller. And secondly, because he knows me like no one else knows me. And so I am really encouraging him to ask some questions that I know no one else would know to ask. So I'm really excited to share that interview with you um, as the closure for Biz Woman Rock. So that's what's coming up. Again, podcasting series starting November 18th, and then the final episode of Biz Women Rock on December 2nd. So I hope you can join me for these next coming weeks as we close down the Biz Women Rock podcast. Please remember, I'm not taking any of these episodes down. There are, I don't even know what episode number we're on now, like 460 something, 480. There's almost... 500 episodes for you to go back and listen to. And if you go to bizwomenrock.com, which I am not changing, it's just going to stay there. Like you can go in the search bar and just search for whatever topic or person that you want to. You could, if you really want to, you can go breeze through the giant directory (laughs) that will go on for pages and pages and pages and just look for really great interviews that you want to hear. There are so many genius, brilliant women who have given me the honor of interviewing them on this show. And I really encourage you to continue coming back here. Stay subscribed if you want to possibly hear a random episode that I might bring out. I don't know. So all those resources are available to you. I do want to address this. The Biz Women Rock Facebook group, I am going to make this announcement the day that this episode goes live, I will be live in that group. Uh, I'm going to archive that group. And I will probably give some other resources for other groups that I believe will be more active. Um, If you've been in that group, you know, you've seen I have not been there nearly as often as I have been in the past. And so I don't want that group to be loosey-goosey without me. And therefore, I'm I'm really going to archive it and give you some great recommendations on where to go, other groups to be a part of that you could get, continue to get really great business resources and community resources, okay? (sighs) Man, okay, thank you. If you're still here with me, obviously you are because you're listening and you're hearing me say that. I love you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this story and to listen to the why. I just want to honor you so much. I thank you so much for being here with me in this journey, whether this is your first time listening or whether you've been here for six years with me or anywhere in between. I am so, so grateful for you for choosing to spend your time here with me every single episode and for giving and breathing life into each of these interviews, each of these experiences. This podcast doesn't exist without you. It doesn't exist without you. And I really appreciate you listening. Okay, so again, next week, you can expect to hear from Ashley and Nicole. You'll hear from me a few weeks after that. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I love you. 